would you say you're hosting this podcast instead of piloting this podcast? I would have thought you would have been in the pilot seat tonight and we would have been co-pilots. He's got a point. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. You're in the Fit Nation right now. It's June 16th. Welcome to our podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different tonight. My name's Mark. I'll be your host. I'll be backed up by Wes, our resident storyteller, and Bobby, our stats master and fantasy sports Einstein, I would call him. You can follow Wes at Loafinit or Bobby at Foster Fantasy on Twitter. Um, come check us out. You can follow me at, on Twitter at Crimson Apache. You can follow me. You can follow Wes and Bobby. If you have a question, send us a tweet, send us a DM. We'll follow up with you right away and, and try to get it answered. One thing we need from you is feedback. So if you have a question, if you have a comment about our performance, what we need you to do is get online and give us a review. Now, I'd prefer you do a five-star review. And if you have negative feedback, just send me an email at fantasyimpacttoday at Yahoo or email Wes. I, I actually would prefer that. Just send him an email hey, and man. he'll get right on that and fix everything for you. All right. So we're going to talk about two things. The number one thing most important to me is MLB the possibility of not having a season this year. And then we're going to transition into the NFL, the breakdown of the quarterbacks this year. Uh, one thing you got to know is that there's tools out there that you can use, and we're going to show you those tonight. We're going to use those tools to break down the best quarterbacks for uh, fantasy football, and and we'll get going here. So, Bobby, Wes, I'm a little bit disturbed about what's going on with MLB. I want to read you a quote when I pull it up here from Mike Barnacle. He said, if there's no 2020 MLB season, baseball cannot keep calling itself America's game. That because when America needed it most, baseball disappeared in a sea of greed. Wes, I want to know what you think about that. I quit paying attention. I don't know where we left off. I, if you listen to the last show, all I remember saying is that I am no longer paying attention to baseball. Baseball broke my heart. I don't want any part of baseball anymore. I can't keep getting my hopes up high that baseball is going to come back to me. Then baseball leaves me. I don't want any more of that. I just want a professional sport somehow, some way, so I can dive into it on a fantasy basis, so I can dive into it on a DFS basis. That's all I want. I, I, I'm not asking for much, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. Look, you've got the commissioner of baseball going back and forth. A week ago, he said 100% there's going to be a baseball season. And just yesterday, the day before, he said, eh, maybe not so much. I'm really disappointed. And to be honest, my if I had to bet a dollar, I'd bet a dollar on no season this year. Bobby, what do you think? I'd be right there with you. I'd, I'd bet on not being a season with the report out that there are some owners that are not wanting a season that that just doesn't bode well for for anything for baseball it, it, and with that with, with what you just read I, th I I agree you can't it's no longer America's game it's gonna have to be a a plaque that's handed off to football football's now America's pastime truly already is but baseball so much older so much deeper in Americana but now it's I mean, if, if it's if it's gone, if it's gone for this season because of what it's gone for, it's over. It's over for that title. You know, what's crazy, too, is if you think about what happens in football now, if they start taking a knee all the time, which is <laughs> I'm not going to say is is being requested, it seems like. But I don't I don't know how that's going in the locker rooms or how the players are talking about it. But I know if a, somebody like Drew Brees comes out and says whatever he says. Okay, Drew Brees can't have an opinion on things. I get it. 
Other players can have an opinion, but Drew Brees can't. Tim Tebow can't have an opinion on things. Let's not forget that Tim Tebow was one of the first players to kneel down for a completely different reason, and it was accepted. So maybe we need to have more players kneeling down in prayer than we necessarily need to have players kneeling down in protest. I'm not saying protest is bad. I'm just saying maybe prayer is good. All right. So we cannot exclude people for their own opinions. At the same time, we don't want to let a people's opinions be ignorant. You know, just just not be. I, I get all that. I understand all that. But I'm worried what will happen to the new America's pastime in NFL if they do start kneeling down in protest. How many people will that turn off? You know, all valid points, guys. I mean, there's so much to unpack here, and we're not going to get into all of it, but, I, but I'll close this segment with this. I mean, society changes over time. Our values, our beliefs, what we hold high, and the things that are important to us as a nation and as a people change throughout the years. You look at America pre-World War One, post-World War II, the 50s, 60s, 70s, there's always a period of change. So like Bobby said, it may not be America's game anymore, and it may the mantle may have been passed to the NFL. With COVID, I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough to say that the players need to get out there and play, although I think they should. They get paid to do a job. It's tough for the owners to afford all the revenue they've lost with ticket sales, mer- merchandise, concessions, you name it, all the money they're losing from not having games. I'll just leave you with this. This is an unprecedented time. I don't think there's going to be a season and there's going to be an asterisk on it. And it's going to leave a mark on baseball that it's going to be hard to recover from if they don't manage to pull out something. The last piece of news I'll leave with leave with you is, is Dr. Fauci, if that's how you say his name. You know, he, he told MLB to finish up play in September. I don't see how they get a season done by September. Um, and I'll let Wes, you or Bobby, close it out with that. I mean, is that even possible? I think it could be possible, but it's not necessarily feasible. I don't know if it would be worth it now because they're going to have to have a couple weeks to, to get into game mode. And you're looking at late June at the, at the earliest if they get a deal done not end of the week. So that's like you know 45 games or so possibly if they play a game every day. So it's, it's going to be hard. It's, it's possible, but it, it, it's really, I think, wouldn't be necessarily safe. Uh, so at that point, you might as well just say, you know, let's punt to next year. Punt? Let's intentionally walk to next year. I've already intentionally walked it, remember? <laughs> hey, did you hear what uh, – you sucked me back in, Mark. You sucked me back in, man, because I'm sitting here thinking about baseball again. I, that means if I was listening to baseball or thinking about baseball and warrant, I could swing it all night, right? Tre- did you see what Trevor Bauer said? He just no. went off on Rob Manfred. I, I can't even I can't even relay all the tweets that he said and on the thread that he had. But man, that cat went crazy. There's going to be a lot of Trevor Bauer jerseys bought. I think at some point I I want to buy a Trevor Bauer jersey. I, I like that guy. I, I tweeted at him. I think that's how you say it. I tweeted at him. Yes, and I was that like, is dude, correct. I said I said, dude, let's let's get us another Sandlot game. Bring it down here to uh, Decatur, Alabama. I'll I'll reserve the the softball complex and. I'll find sponsors, you know, let's, let's go. Let's just do have a regular old game. He, he's, a, he's been a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. I thought when he threw the ball 400 feet into the stands from the pitcher's mound last year. See, he sucked me back in, man. <laughs> I may be on that, uh, on that Bauer bandwagon too. I, I, 
I, I really like him. I'm really starting to like him more. That I, I think he's he's just saying what everybody else is thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's awesome, and it I mean it needs to be said. It really needs to be said. Him and Max Scherzer both a couple you know a couple of guys who are just saying what needs to be said. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you got to look at leadership, right? So there's going to this is going to be a case study in proper leadership of large organizations. So you've got the MLB fumbling to uh, punt into football here in a second. Uh, we'll get there in just a moment, listener. The leadership of the MLB versus the NBA or the NFL or the NHL, for that matter, for all our northern fans, all one of you. The way that the leaders have handled this in the MLB clearly reflect uh, poor leadership skills, negotiation skills, communication skills. Yeah, Bauer's right, and the MLB needs to get it together. They need to take care of the players because that's their lifeblood. All right, so speaking of punt, we're going to start something tonight. We're going to go over the NFL quarterbacks for the fantasy football season. That will happen. I believe we will have football. There probably won't be fans in the stands, but that's okay because if we can sit at home, eat some buffalo chicken dip, and hang out with friends either on Zoom or in person. If you're wearing a face mask, that'll be all right. And I think that's what's going to happen with the NFL. So fans, you need to know about football reference and baseball reference. The website you can go to, just Google it. And that's uh, going to be a good tool for you to use as you search for the perfect fantasy player for yourself. So tonight we're going to be talking about quarterbacks. We're going to use this website, this extensive volume of information for our source And we're going to use that to explain to you who the top quarterbacks are going to be and why. And I want to caution you before we get into the stats. Look, I'm the worst fantasy player in this group. And the reason why is because I pick names that I know. That's about my skill level. You have to dig into the data to be good at fantasy football or fantasy sports in general. So I want you to take what Wes and Bobby are about to teach you and use that to leverage yourself into a fantasy football Super Bowl this fall. All right, Wes. Let's go. Let's start out with standard passing on quarterbacks and just tell us what you're going to break it down. I don't know that I'm going to break it down, but I know some things that jumped off the page at me. Whenever I looked at how many from this is, of course, 2019 stats, I looked at how many touchdowns some players had just right off the bat. That's some of the things that I observe. And I think later on, like maybe after a show or two, we're going to be breaking down like the different divisions and everything like that. I knew it, but I kind of forgot because Lamar Jackson in the playoffs didn't pass the ball, I don't know, as as great as a, a Patrick Mahomes or something like that, although it wasn't terrible either. He threw for 36 touchdowns, Bobby, and six interceptions. That is crazy when you think about Lamar Jackson being known primarily as a runner. And, and man, he tore it up through the air, too. Uh, he's, he's not necessarily towards the top on yards, yeah, but touchdowns is is where he's scoring you some some major points and he led the league in touchdowns through the air and uh, fantasy points i believe because he had those and he had them on the ground the touchdowns oh, yeah. on the ground too. yeah now things that i look for touchdowns are going to be your big points but you're also going to want those yards through the air yeah uh, so so those are those are one, uh, another one of the things that you're going to want to look for along with attempts if you don't have the attempts, you're not going to have the yards, and you may not have the touchdown. And attempts don't always come from good quarterbacks on good teams. Sometimes those are bad quarterbacks on bad teams. Or, well, no, good quarterbacks on bad teams is what you want to look for because that is volume and opportunity. Matt Ryan 
is one of those players that jump out at me for years now. He has just thrown the ball a million times, it seems like, in a year. And I don't I don't see that changing this year. I don't think that they've improved that drastically on defense or anywhere else. He He's still going to throw the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. And with, with the weapons that he has on the uh, outside and uh, with a, a new tight end, He's got he's got weapons. Hey, Bobby, who are those weapons on the outside and the tight end? Of course, you have the all time great or soon to be all time great Julio Jones. You have Calvin Ridley, who's an up and coming uh, star. Uh, <laughs> you don't like that star label yet? No, no, dude, that's that's amazing. He, he's rolled tiding right now is all Mark's doing because he's, <laughs> he, he, he heard two Alabama uh, players. and He's like, roll tide. I told you I picked the players I know, and my Twitter handle is at Crimson Apache. I was in flight school flying Apaches, and I was a big Alabama fan, so you can guess where that name came from. How come you say you're hosting this podcast instead of piloting this podcast? I would have thought you would have been in the pilot seat tonight, and we would have been co-pilots. He's got a point. You're not wrong. Um, (laughs) Hey, speaking of pilots and co-pilots and uh, shameless plugs, hey, look, listeners, we need you to leave us reviews on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts, give us a five-star review first and then email us at fantasyimpacttoday at yahoo.com and tell us what we need to do better. If you do not leave a review, if you do not contact us, we can't improve on our craft. We cannot be seen by other listeners who might like what you are listening to and what we are saying. So make sure you do that. I dare you to email us and tell us why we're not good. And then we'll fix it. And then I challenge you to keep listening after that and see if we correct some of the mistakes we've made. But yeah, so shameless plug, go to fantasyimpacttoday at yahoo.com and email us. Follow us on Twitter, like I mentioned, at loafinit, at Crimson Apache, at Foster Fantasy. Timmy Z, who's not here, at TimZ0802. Follow us, question us, DM us. He's got to change that Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Hey, listen, hey, if you have a recommended handle for for Timmy Z... I got several you have got handles. Follow us on Twitter, send us a DM or, or quote tweet us or whatever. Send us an email, say, hey, uh, Timmy Z should be named this because there's a way for him to keep his account and change his handle. I'd like to see that. Look at those interceptions too, Bobby. As I go back to football now, instead of shamelessly plugging our own podcast, uh, Jameis Wisdom with 30 interceptions. But Baker, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, man. Four, 21 interceptions. Well, okay, so we're going to get into the advanced stats a little bit more here in a minute as we uncover some of this stuff. Baker Mayfield scares the fire. I, that Case Keenum pick that I had of being the Ryan Tannehill of this year might really come to come to play. I, I know I said that. I didn't mean it in passing or anything. I really put a little bit of thought behind there. But Baker Mayfield, I think this is a do-or-die season for him. Make it. I, I think this is a make-it-or-break-it season. Let me say that. I don't know about do or die or, or even make it or break it. I think he he might have, if he doesn't do very well this season, next year might be it. They got Odell Beckham. They signed Jarvis mm-hmm. Landry. I think that's how that worked. They signed Jarvis Landry uh, two years ago or last year. They brought in Kareem Hunt to compliment Nick Chubb, so they got those two studs. Now they have uh, as tight end Austin Hooper to go along with to go along with Njoku. They have got tons of offensive weapons. They need somebody to not lose the game for them. They, they've given Baker Mayfield many opportunities, many snaps back there, and it's just not happening all the way. 
They and he's not a great locker room presence. I like Baker personally. I root for somebody like that. He's in that Trevor Power kind of you know fandom for me, where I just like that attitude. And I think that if he doesn't, if it doesn't happen for him, look out, Case Keenum's coming. Yeah. So, so correct. What what was that guy's name? He played for Texas A and M. He he got lucky and beat Alabama that one year, won the Heisman, and, and got drafted. <laughs> Those two remind me of each other, Baker Mayfield and Johnny Menzel, one and the same. Not a good dude, not a good dude. Not a good quarterback, not a good quarterback. I, I don't I don't think Baker's gotten into as much off-field issues as uh, Manziel has gotten into. And I actually see Baker Mayfield working at his craft a little bit, and I hope that it transitions into the NFL. But NFL is win now, not win later. And they invested. They invested in Baker Mayfield. They invested in that team. I think it's in a win now mode. And you're talking about a very vulnerable Pittsburgh Steeler team. Who else is in that division? Baltimore. Oh, man, they ain't never going to win that division. That's a, that's that's a tough division. It is a tough division, especially wow. if you turn the ball over 21 times just from interceptions. Uh, but here's the reason. Here's the reason I I say what I say. This would be. Uh, is it year three? Mm-hmm. Year three on his uh, his rookie deal. Next year is year four. After that is cut. There's no bringing you back. You know we we've gave we've given you the rookie deal. You haven't improved. You're costing us games. You know good luck elsewhere. Case Keenum. Yeah, I mean you can play him, but you're you're just setting yourself up to say okay, we're 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 punting the ball. We're 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 going to not expect a championship here. No, I I think they bring him in just like they brought in Ryan Tannehill. Right. Marcus Mariota was not was not winning games for for the Tennessee Titans. He was losing games for the Titans. The team <laughs> had no confidence in him, and well, and Marcus, that's why they brought in Tannehill. Marcus Mariota is not. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a much better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. I, I agree. On the on the surface, I agree. But I need to see the wins. Well, he does play for the Cleveland Browns, Wes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you and, and also Case Keenum is not Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yeah, touche. <laughs> touche. Touche. I I was just looking for I'm looking for Ryan Tannehill though. All right, so hey, we're using the ProFootballReference.com. It's Pro-Football-Reference.com website to help us break down these quarterbacks for you. Wes, have we gotten to intended yards? So this is the category of yards in an advanced stats section where intended air yards, air yards are on all pass attempts, whether completed or incomplete. That means you know, a quarterback throws a perfect pass and Joe Snuffy, the wide receiver, drops it. Who are the top five receiver or excuse me, quarterbacks in intended air yards, meaning they threw a pass, it wasn't caught or it was overthrown? Um, who are those and, and why are advanced stats important as we break down quarterbacks and decide who to draft this fall? Hey, man, you, you can have all the feelings you want in the world, right? You, you Hey, man, my gut says this or I think this or I. But when you look at the advanced stats, maybe they prove you're right or maybe they prove you wrong. And when you talk about intended air yards, Jameis Winston 
led the league. I, I, they were just tossing that rock, and maybe that's in a Bruce Arian system. So then for me, I sit there and think about in a Bruce Arian system, was he complimenting his quarterback, or is this something that Tom Brady is going to have to try and do as well? Or is Tom Brady going to bring his style of quarterbacking to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then Bruce Arians is going to change his scheme to allow and complement what Tom Brady may do well because they're complete polar opposites, aren't they, Bobby? The the Jameis Winston air yards and Tom Brady's air yards. Winston had what sixty five hundred, and Tom Brady's intended air air yards were forty six hundred. So obviously Tom wasn't letting it go down the field very often. But now Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers. They all let it fly all over 5,000 intended air yards themselves. So those guys aren't shy about passing the ball. Okay, so let's pull on this thread a second. So Jameis Winston, 5,109 yards thrown for passing, intended air yards 6486. The next three or four quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, until you get to Aaron Rodgers, the separation between intended and actual thrown yards is within five to 600. Jameis and Jameis Winston has a 1,400 about yard difference, meaning he – I almost wonder if that's – he's just throwing the ball crazy. Go down to Tom Tom Brady, his replacement, which is what he is. His his yards were 457 or 4,057 to 4,638. So there's a roughly almost 600-yard difference versus a guy with an almost 1,500-yard difference. I mean – I'm looking at those two numbers and I'm thinking, are we going to see an explosion in the Buccaneers offense because Tom Brady is more seasoned, more mature, and is just going to throw those passes that he he knows he can make versus Jameis that might have been just throwing the ball when it wasn't a wise decision. I don't know. It's an interesting comparison. I'm looking down. Aaron Rodgers, a thousand yards difference between – his points or excuse me, yards thrown versus intended yards. Everyone else is pretty, pretty close in the 500 range. So I wonder what it is about Rogers and Winston and their play style that makes them make those decisions that none of the other quarterbacks make. All right. Well, here, here's some interesting stats on that. Um, drops uh, with uh, Tom Brady last year in new England, he suffered a pretty good number of drops. Their second, uh, in the league on drops. So you got three teams tied for first with 36 drops. Uh, New England was next at 34, while Tampa Bay is down here towards the bottom at 23 drops. Yeah. So maybe Winston is not accurate and he's throwing it wild. And a guy like Brady, 34, let's multiply that by 10. 340 of his missed yards were dropped passes, whereas Jameis Winston, only 23. So... The other 1,200 yards you're not accounting for are ones that were just thrown crazy. Well, and that couples with his 33 interceptions, too. And it may not necessarily be wild. Uh, I mean, just looking at bad throw percentage, they're about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20.7, yeah. exactly the same percentage. Um, but the on target percentage is different. So it may not be necessarily bad throws, which they make the same pretty much the same amount of bad throws per se, but on target. But you know what scares me about that, Bobby? When we talk about bad throws and bad throw percentage, Tom Brady was doing the bad throws and bad throw percentages 
with with no air yards underneath him. You're talking, and if you watch Tom Brady, it seems like he was passing that 10 to 15 yard throw was his deep throw. You know, everything was going to Edelman down low. And if he's throwing the ball that, I don't want to say, because look, I can't go back and watch every Tom Brady game, right? But if he is being that inaccurate whenever we look at these stats or having these bad throws, what's going to happen in a Bruce Arian system if they're going deeper downfield? That scares me for Tom Brady's outlook for the 2020 season. Is his wide receiving core going to improve that much? Well, I don't think so because it's the same wide receiving core with Jameis Winston having all those drops. And Tom Brady's still going to have all those drops. And both of them were just as bad when you look at the throwing percentage. I don't see a big improvement. I almost wonder if it's not going to be worse than if Jameis Winston was there because at least Jameis Winston just chucked it. You know, Brashard Perriman and and Evans were both among some of the highest yards in the air per reception. Both of them. And I don't know that Tom Brady's going to be able to get it downfield like that. Yeah. At least at least the downfield throws kind of explain Jameis Winston's inaccuracies. But if you have short passes and they're still inaccurate. I don't think Jameis Winston's weakness was downfield throws, though. I think his throw, uh, his his weakness was the throws intermediate <laughs> and not seeing the defense in the in the short to medium pass range doing the squint doing the squint while he's passing you know that yeah. squint that he <laughs> here's the beauty of advanced stats boys i just sorted my bad throws or bad percentage percentage of poor throws per pass attempt guess which players are right next to each other at 20.6 percent bad throws yeah tom brady and Jameis winston right so i mean how do how am i supposed to interpret that interpret this as the average joe don't don't draft Tom Brady too high. That's how I interpret it. <laughs> okay. Actionable <laughs> advice. I like it. Because it, I can't see how it's going to improve with a team that had that many drops. All right. So we've talked about the MLB. Do we think there's going to be a season this year? Wes, real quick, what do you think? Yes or no? Don't care. Bobby? <laughs> no. All right. I go with Bobby. I care, but I think the answer is no. No season. Look, it just takes a lot of momentum to get things going in this country and just in life in general. You're talking about a multi-million, billion-dollar industry, lots of moving parts. You just can't decide tomorrow that you're going to start the season in July. It's not going to happen. There's agreements that have to happen. So you heard it here first or second or third that uh, Fantasy Impact Today believes there will not be a baseball season for 2020. If we're wrong, then you need to email us at fantasyimpacttoday at yahoo.com. Tell us why we're wrong. We'll respond. I want you to engage. You have to engage with us so we know you're listening. Leave us a five-star review. We'll fix whatever you say to fix in the email, unless it's weird, and we won't do that. As we close out today, Wes, Bobby, I'll turn it over to Bobby first. Any final comments on picking a quarterback for fantasy football? Unless you're picking Lamar, don't pick too high. Roger that. What round? For Lamar or for any quarterback? For Lamar and then any of anyone else. If you if you're going after Lamar, you better get him in first. Uh, if for if if I'm picking a quarterback, I'm probably gonna pick quarterback in the fifth round. Okay, so Bobby said if you want Lamar, get him first round. Otherwise, sit back, watch what everyone else does, and then pick the best one you got in fifth round. Okay, Wes, go. I've done a lot of mock drafts. Played with getting Lamar Jackson. Usually, I get him in second round. It depends on where you draft. If you if you if you want him, you better get him in the first round. I mean, if, it's, if he's like, I have to have Lamar Jackson this year, go get him. 
Go get him. That's your guy. Ride and die. And and it actually the draft didn't turn out too bad whenever I got Lamar Jackson. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. But on the other drafts where I don't get Lamar Jackson, I don't mind just sitting there waiting. Let's remember, and you guys are gonna have to fact check me on this. I think I think I'm right. At loafing it. If I'm not right at loafing it on Twitter, you can yell at me all you want. Use all caps because I Please really do. find I find those Twitters, I find those tweets very important when somebody all caps me. All right. But uh, I want to say that two years ago, Lamar Jackson wasn't being drafted, right? On, mm-hmm. I mean, if he was, he, you might have found him on the waiver wire if he was drafted because he didn't play in, in, until later on in the year. Patrick Mahomes, in his magical run that year where he scored, I think, the number one fantasy player of all time, possibly, or at least of that season, he was being drafted way late in the, way late in the draft, if drafted at all. I think whenever he first came into the fantasy spectrum, whenever he started first that or that first year that he started. So I'm going to wait. I, you guys know I like to I like to catch magic in a bottle. I, I, I like to do that. So I'm going to wait so I can brag about finding the Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm going to wait so I can say I drafted this guy late and you guys drafted your other guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm going to tell you early on in those mock drafts, too. Let me just say this early on in the mock drafts. It is running backs are going crazy. Crazy, crazy. Bell cow running backs are the hardest thing to find. I don't know if we're going to go over that next show or not, but we bell cow running backs are going out to pasture nowadays and never coming back because there's so many running back by committees. So they are going like crazy in drafts right now. Yeah. Hey, I will say I'll close it with this. Past performance does not guarantee future results. So just because Lamar Jackson won the MVP last year doesn't mean he's going to do it again this year. You never know. Hey, this is the end of our show, folks. Listen, if we don't hear from you, we don't know that you're listening. Let us know. Follow us. Tweet at us. Email us. I want you to go out there and make an impact today in the world that you have around you. Look, it's a crazy time. COVID, George Floyd, everything that's going on. It's just now's the time more than ever to be good to the people around you. So make sure you look people in the eye, you smile and you say, hey, how you doing? Let them know that you care. Um, You never know what kind of interaction you would have might have a positive impact on somebody. So one, be good, be good to people. And two, be good at fantasy football and and fantasy sports by listening to us here at Fantasy Impact Today. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Go to fantasyimpacttoday at yahoo.com. Yeah, (laughs) blah, blah, blah.